Hello and welcome to the Tony Daily with me, Tony Kent. It's a podcast that invites you to come find yourself. So you can listen to this and say, oh, thank God for that, it's not just me. And I can speak to you and say, that's right, it's not just you, it is also me. Uh, So (laughs) we're going to talk about porn again. Uh, But first... Well, thank you to everyone that um, joined on the Facebook page and especially to Ewan who posted the the image that I was hoping for, which is where someone's repurposed um, a still from Little Britain with the uh, politician and his uncomfortable looking wife saying, I was looking for tractor content when I was ambushed by some pornography. (laughs) Yep. Um, But before we get on to that, so I was riding high on the crest of having had a very successful family curry on, what day is it, on Friday night. So we thought we'd push the boat out. We thought we'd try again. And uh, last night we all met at a uh, brewery in Reading and it was pretty good. We, we it, it wasn't the same. It wasn't as good as the curry. There was like a punching of arms that went on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> which turned uh, the experience into a little bit Friday night dinner. Um, but it was really good fun. And it was actually, it made a nice change to uh, kind of do that again. So there you are. Um, we may well have um, completely used up all of our good luck on that front though. So, you know, maybe we won't eat out together again for a couple of weeks. Um, so that was very nice. Now, for international listeners, I was conscious that I kind of skirted around the MP topic a little bit. But, you know, these things are ever moving feasts. And so for those of you that aren't in the UK, what happened was a uh, conservative MP, uh, Neil Parrish. I think I'm OK to mention his name because it is in the papers. Um, he uh, was uh, accused of and has admitted to watching pornography at work. Um But what he has said is, I was looking for uh, a tractor website. So firstly, he was, um, you know, member of parliament, um, actually like in proper meetings, supposed to be doing work. Most of us have had a crafty look at our phone when you're in a meeting, isn't this a bit fucking boring? Um, But yeah, so he was, oh, I'm a little bit bored. I think I will go look for some tractor, tractor websites. Um, and he accidentally uh, found a porn website and accidentally clicked on a link and uh, accidentally, in a moment of madness, went back and looked at it again. And you've got to think, what? where is your head at where... You're willing to do something like that in a room full of people that may just see what you're doing. So there's got to be a bit of a, maybe, I mean, quite actually, I probably won't go down that rabbit hole. It's stupid, isn't it? It's bloody stupid. And then... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the conservatives have since said oh we're now good we're gonna have 50 percent of our mps are going to be women i don't think you're a great advertisement for a we're we're a great place to work um women are going to be queuing up to become a conservative mp 
And when the guy's been interviewed, I haven't clicked on the link of the video of the uh, disgraced MP's interview because it might be porn, you know. But he's wearing some sort of fucking Power Rangers, uh, like a farming Power Rangers uh, waistcoat slash gilet, which I think he is, you know, obviously he's a country sort. <laughs> um, yeah, he's definitely part of one of those words. But um, I think he's wearing that as a signal to say, you see, I am farming people. So you would believe that I would be looking for tractors because look at my waistcoat slash gilet slash country life. Uh, rural Power Ranger get up. Yeah, there you are. Um. And it did make me reflect on the challenges and the experiences I've had when it comes to uh, pornography in the workplace and overall. So being born when I was in 75, um, there were certain things that I remember. And one was there used to be a man that, there used to be lots of people that drove around the estates offering things for sale. So there was a fruit and veg man that would come. Um, there was, this popped up actually on a work call the other day, um, a fizzy drinks person that would come round um, selling very, very, very high sugar, high E number, high colouring content, um, roller cola, cherry aid. Um, the, the person that I was speaking to the other day at work, I was uh, interviewing her, and she said, oh, I spoke to somebody that said they wanted a dandelion and burdock. She's like, what the hell is that? And uh, her colleague had explained to her she used to get it off the pop man, which uh, down south would have been the fizzy drinks man. So we had that person. And then there was a man that used to come round with a suitcase um, selling videos um, or renting them out. So, you know, we've come full circle, really, in a way, with a kind of Netflix thing, you know, the they would bring the entertainment to you. You didn't have to go out to Blockbusters. No, a man would come round with a range of videos. And these would range from Disney classics to um, cartoon pornography and actual pornography and um, videos that had been filmed in a cinema. So I remember when E.T. came out, and I think to buy the video was about £80. It was really expensive. Um, and to rent it, I don't know how much it would have been, but you could borrow it or buy it off the man who had a suitcase full of videos. Um, but you never knew if you'd get the one that had good sound or the one that had good visuals. But yeah, within that collection, he'd have things like Confessions of a Window Cleaner. Um, and we kind of forget. I mean, I don't know. Maybe this is just my experience. But at the time, sort of 80s, it was tits in the newspapers, carry-on films everywhere. Oh, look at Barbara Windsor's tits. Um, confessions films, which were a bit like soft porn. Um, and when I was sort of 13, 14, when I was out babysitting, it would not be unusual for people to have a, a dirty video in their house. And I remember one family I babysat for had this video called Animal Farm. Absolutely disgusting, illegal, really all kinds of wrong. But people just sort of 
had that. And it didn't end there. Because when I went into the workplace, so you had workplaces that had calendars of half-naked women. And then you had workplaces where people kept filthy magazines in the toilets. Um, in fact, by our scout hut when I was growing up, used to be a stash of dirty magazines. So because, you know, people didn't have the internet. Um, oh, God. I, if someone wanted to go and find some porn, they'd have to go to the scout hut. It's troubling on so many levels. Um, yeah, and then going into the workplace, I kind of was working in offices when the internet became broadly available, when email became broadly available. And one company that I worked for, um, they were called ML Networks. They didn't exist anymore. They got bought by cable and wireless, but let's put it out there. There were people that sent, sent pornographic videos around and the men would be looking at a screen or gather, all gathered around a screen and a couple of us girls in the office like, what, what are you watching? And it was pretty hardcore pornography. And at that time, so when would have that been? Ni early, early 90s, maybe? Mid 90s. It didn't take long for the IT department to say, you do know that we can see what you're up to and you do know that that's definitely not allowed. And people kind of cleaned their act up and went, oh shit, yeah, better not send that kind of stuff around because actually I might lose my job. And yet here we are, 2022, and a member of parliament is saying, whoa, I might accidentally click on a porn site in a room where my colleagues are present. Jesus wept. So, I mean, I'm glad that he got caught and I'm glad that he's been called out. And I mean, how predictable is the, I accidentally was ambushed by it. Jesus, something's got to change, hasn't it, people? <laughs> Um, so here's two websites that I'm going to tell you about, or two organisations that I think are doing something um, that's uh, pretty challenging and um, is looking to make an impact kind of in this space. Um, there is an organisation called Make Love Not Porn and their ambition is to end rape culture. And it's run by a woman called Cindy Gallup. If you're in business and on LinkedIn, you'll have seen she's brilliant um, and she is campaigning for real change. But she has a platform where um, people can watch other couples. No, <laughs> I haven't watched the content. I'm not a member, um, but what they stand for is well, ending rape culture by showing real sex so there you are if you wanted to watch a couple that are consenting and like one another nobody's on drugs uh nobody's been forced into doing it um nobody's doing anything that uh you're going to get arrested for um i think that's a really cool thing to do and uh, she's also challenging things like the fact that 
female founders um, tend not to get funding and that women um, hold the majority of the purse strings when it comes to making purchasing decisions and yet advertising is chiefly led by men. Um, so I would definitely recommend looking up Cindy Gallup, um, checking out what she does because she is really challenging um, all sorts of things, all sorts of things. And I think anything that sets out to end rape culture by changing the way that pornography is made and distributed and viewed is an exceptionally good thing. Um, the other organisation that um, you might want to know about is a company called NetClean, and they have developed software that's designed to block access to child sexual abuse material. Um, and I think when we're in a position where people in power are, well, being um, convicted of sexual assault, and are watching pornography at work, um, knowing that there are organisations that can actually uh, bring in um, checks and balances and software that's designed to protect people and um, solve what is an enormous problem. Um, they're doing some really important work in that space. So it feels like I'm ending on quite a serious note. Um, but it is a serious thing, all joking aside, it is a serious thing. And um, I needed to record it now, it's about quarter past 11, because I'm going out shortly on a pub walk with my friends. Uh, so we're going to walk to a pub. It's a, a good, you know, I don't know, five miles, and then we're going to have a drink, and then we're going to walk home. And I don't think I might accidentally say something really uh, inappropriate if I recorded after that. So thank you for supporting the podcast. Thank you for being really playful um, on the um, Instagram and Facebook pages. Please do give this episode a share if you um, think someone would enjoy it. And what do I hope for you? I hope that um, you get a moment in the fresh air, a little bit of a stroll, some time with friends, and um, that will do. I will be back with you tomorrow. See you soon. Bye-bye.